A new AAA Lord of the Rings game is coming. Microsoft's Activision Blizzard deal has been approved by the EU. Mortal Kombat 1 has officially been announced. And the long-awaited PlayStation Showcase is next week. All this and more on this week's episode of Checkpoint. And we are live. Welcome back to Checkpoint, brought to you by Strictly Casual, your number one show, bringing you the important news and breaking down the biggest stories in the gaming industry. I'm one of your hosts, Vince DeSantis, joined today by James, who's done with finals, Walmer. I, it didn't really, come to me fast. Finals. It didn't come to me fast okay. enough. That's Audio true. listeners, thank you for listening. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Strictly Casual. Please hit us with a rating on audio platforms and subscribe. It helps us out a bunch. What else is going on, on the channel? Is that the website? It's live, but there's still a couple things that need to be worked on, but you could go to it right now if you want. It's at a state where you can check it out at strictlycasual.co. That's the website, strictlycasual.co. It's a couple things that need, uh, you know, shaping up a little bit, but you could go do it. You could go do it right now. Oh, you can. Yeah, pretty exciting. Pretty exciting that it's live. So, Yeah. Very, very nice. James, we got some big news happening this week and finally some movement on Microsoft Activision Blizzard's acquisition that got approved by EU regulators. A couple weeks ago, we got news that it was rejected and denied by Not these by EU. <laughs> Not by EU, but by the UK. So oh, by the UK. Different. Sorry. Yeah, this is different. This is the EU. So right. UK, right here, it says, I'll get into it. This comes from The Verge. Microsoft's $6.7 billion deal to acquire Activision Blizzard has been approved by EU regulators just weeks after UK regulators blocked the acquisition. There it is. The European Commission has concluded that the deal can pass thanks to commitments from Microsoft related to cloud gaming. This whole rest of the article is on cloud gaming um, remedies that Microsoft is implementing. Yeah, it's interesting because the UK blocked it because of cloud gaming, which is weird. It was weird. Because they, they believe that's going to be a big part of the future of, of games, and this will have the stranglehold on that future. Which, to be fair, has sort of been Microsoft's deal for yep. a while. Uh, mm-hmm. We've been speculating on the show. Microsoft is moving to cloud gaming platforms. The Xbox stick, stick is going to be a thing yeah. sooner than we know it. So this, I don't, this, kind of, this doesn't really relate to that, though, in the rest, in the, in the rest of the article. I'm going to get into it yeah. and why that's the case. The EU found that Microsoft would have no incentive to refuse to distribute Activision's games to Sony, and that it, even if Microsoft did decide to withdraw Activision's game games from the PlayStation, this would not significantly harm competition in the console's market. But EU regulators, much like the UK, did find the acquisition did find that the acquisition could far harm competition around the distribution of PC and console games through cloud gaming services. The European Commissioner has identified remedies to allow for the deal to go ahead through the 10-year licensing deals that Microsoft has offered to competitors. These include a free license to consumers in EU countries that would allow them to stream via, quote, any cloud gaming game streaming service of their choice, all current and future Activision Blizzard PC and console games that they have a license for. Cloud providers will also be offered a free license to stream these games in EU markets. So, yeah, explain this like how you what you think this I think, means. I think 
this is hard for me to read. Hard for me to understand. I think that's in reading this, you can tell that I kind of don't know what they mean. Sure. But what I think they mean is that they are offering, they're worried about game codes being distributed and game keys being distributed across cloud-based platforms. Sure. For example, they're worried about access to certain games so that if you have a Blizzard game on your device, say you mm-hmm. have on your say you have Diablo 3 or say you have Overwatch 2 on your device, I think they're worried about not being able to access that game after the Activision Blizzard deal has gone through. It feels like a very post facto sort of thing. Sure. Where it's, oh, because this deal's going through, this means that we are now restricting access mm-hmm. to these games that are previously available because those are now only on Microsoft Xbox platforms. Yeah. I this would this would mean anybody that has a key to any Activision sorry, anybody that owns a license to any Activision yes. Blizzard game would be also have the ability to use that game on Xbox's cloud streaming device or whatever that or cloud streaming software. Right. Platform. They would not have to buy it again. Yeah. The only thing that I think that this what I've read is missing is like I don't think Activision Blizzard is going to take away the service for games that they've released on other platforms. Like I don't like see them on like let's on use Blizzard or uh sorry what's the what's what's the Blizzard service but like BattleNet but, yeah but no I like I don't see this going through and then Blizzard being like and that's it sorry guys uh we're no longer like if they're not supporting Diablo 3 anymore let's say I don't think they're supporting Diablo 3 anywhere it's not just PlayStation like they're still going to if they it would be so there would be something wrong with that of them not supporting just one console after the game's been out for you know six years or something. Will be more of a I think it would be more a rel, more relevant example would be Diablo Four because it's not an old game like that's going to be a game yeah, that is going to continue to have support. Yeah. So to use Diablo Three is kind of a bad example, but Overwatch Two is a fairly good example. Diablo Four is a good example because these yeah. are games that are still receiving support. So that's true. Live service, something like that. Yeah. Right. So the question is, are these games on different clients going to still be receiving those service or will they have to use to, I, I guess, for lack of a better word, transfer over their license from whatever service they're already yeah. on to Xbox's platform? Yeah. And so, but here's the thing. I don't think that, I kind of don't think that'll be the case because there's still, this is, this topic, this conversation that we're having right now about licenses yeah. is exclusive to PC and Xbox platforms. Right. What happens when Sony is in the equation because Diablo 4 is releasing on PlayStation 5? Yeah. Is it not? Yeah, it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah. So I don't see a Xbox client releasing on Sony's platform by any means. So what are they going to do? They're going to have to go, they're going to have to buy that's an Xbox question. and get it for free? That's, or they're gonna have well, to... that's my question. Is yeah. like, oh, So I think... Does this, my question, I guess, is, is does this deal protect ownership of these games on the console? Sony platform specifically on totally. console. Because consoles, Nintendo Switch and Sony. We, we're or in a little bit of a, um, 
like privileged position to be able to have a console and a PC. Now, like the PC might not be in like tip top tip Diablo top. 4 shape, but let's say it comes mm -hmm. to cloud streaming, that would make it a little more doable. But a lot of people don't have access to something that can maybe the internet even that can like do that, that cloud streaming. Right. Um, right. So if you were to restrict that license outside, let's say this person has a PlayStation, if you were to restrict the license outside of that hardware, um, then they might not have another way to play that at all. Um, I guess the cloud streaming is the nice part is like, oh, maybe you could play it on your phone then, you know, you could cloud stream it there, but it's just not the optimal experience at all that you paid for. I would expect like some sort of, especially yeah if your internet's not good i would expect a kickback expect a kickback like money i would expect a refund from that it would suck to have that pulled mm. away from you um but i like how they're actually they're thinking about this though even though i don't see this being like their final oh, statement on sorry, this sorry sorry i i have to interject and this final point that we didn't read, it says these licenses are automatic and mean that consumers will have a right to stream Activision Blizzard games they've purchased or subscribed to on, quote, any cloud game streaming service of their choice and play them on any device using any operating system. But how? How are they going to do that? If they have this technology to, like, be able to cloud stream the game from an Xbox, like, thing to a PlayStation, like, I want to be able to, I want Game Pass on PlayStation. Like, things like that. It's got to be doable. Let me cloud stream. If they could play them on any device, then I think they would have to just not touch PlayStation. That, that statement can't be true if the PlayStation's left out. Totally. I don't, yeah. They said any device, any operating system. Yep. To me, that includes PlayStation, but obviously it doesn't because this it deal is... It is any. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't know how. How would they do that? Yeah. Would they release an app? Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy to me. But I don't know if this does this mean that there's this has to go through a Microsoft client. It might. It might. You can I don't do, know. I don't think it does. We'll have to see. This is the first. Let us know what you think. This is the first regulator approval, I believe. This is like step one to. No, it's 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 been approved in other countries. I think South Africa approved it. Okay, so it's just yeah. the UK still that has the block on think so are we at a majority now of like a... we added a majority of people okay so i mean this is this is the sign that it's going through it's like it's happening i mean we only have so many more days until that finalizes right yeah what what is that do we know the date it's at the end of may that's insane that's yeah. insane uh, also, did you hear uh, Phil Spencer said that this is their, like, not their main plan, uh, yeah, which and is I, great. I was talking to Jeff, or I wasn't talking to, I was listening to Jeff Grubbs' game mess, and he was talking to someone, I forget the co-host's name, about this and how is this is not their primary, it was probably Mike, about how this is not their primary plan. Like, this which is, great. is not the thing. I'm like, okay, thank God. Yeah, thank God. The, if not everything's... They're smart enough to not have everything right on this. Totally. Yeah, I agree. So I'm sure we'll have more news in the coming weeks because this seems like a never ending story that we've been talking about for a year. It's been very interesting though. It's been very interesting how this all plays out. May 15th was the likeliest date, but it's the 18th now. And that was just two days ago? Oh, days EU ago. regulators extend deadline. No, what? Never mind. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't have the 
Uh, I'm sure we'll have more info soon. The deadline. But it's supposed to be late May. We'll see what happens. We get a new game coming, James. I'm going to intro this and throw it to you. Ready? Okay. Uh, 12 minutes in. And a new AAA Lord of the Rings game is coming. This comes from GameSpot. James, what do we got? Amazon Games is partnering with Embracer Group and Middle Earth Enterprises to create a new Lord of the Rings MMO. If this sounds familiar, it's because Amazon Games previously had a deal to make a Lord of the Rings MMO with Leiu, but it fell apart due to a contract issue. Amazon Games is now trying again and will develop the game internally this time. Amazon's new Lord of the Rings MMO will enter a market that already has a popular and established Lord of the Rings MMO. Standing Stone's Lord of the Rings Online is still out there and getting new updates. It doesn't appear the game has any plans to slow down. And in fact, there are reports that a console edition of Lord of the Rings Online is in the works. Did you ever play this? You ever play Lord of the Rings Online? You know what? That's a lie. It's not that I didn't play it. I got to the character creator and never got past that. Okay, totally fair. Yeah, I think it's... Did you? uh, Yeah, back in... Back when I only had like the 20, 2012 MacBook Pro or whatever, and I jumped on Steam, and that was one of the free games that worked on Mac, and so I downloaded it, gave it a shot for all of 30 minutes before it just completely, you know, tanked the laptop. Just did not play well at all. But oh God! Okay. Good times. And you just never said, never went back. No, to never it set foot. That. No, never set foot back. I am interested you know, though. I do like Lord of the Rings. I like MMOs. Maybe it's for the best though. Sure. With with this new one coming, what else we got? Amazon's game will be an open world MMO adventure set in a persistent world in Middle Earth. It will be based specifically on The Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings literary trilogy, not the films or other adaptations that have come to fruition over the years. It's also not connected to or associated with Amazon's Lord of the Rings, Which the Rings of Power TV series. It's very interesting because you would think that they would want to spearhead that era of like middle earth with the show and now amazon would have a game behind it too they could make that like really large but i guess that they could really make it tied in they could disney the whole thing sure yeah you could yeah absolutely right (laughs) the lord of the rings universe uh amazon games orange county is the team behind new world is leading development on the untitled new lord of the rings mmo Amazon Games isn't saying much yet about the game, only confirming that it will be a AAA title and it's in the early stages of production. The game is coming to PC and consoles. More details will be announced later. Amazon Games VP Christoph Hartman said, quote, bringing players a fresh take on the Lord of the Rings has long been an aspiration of our team. Uh, and we're honored and grateful that Middle Earth Enterprises is entrusting us with this iconic world, uh, which is pretty interesting. But I think the best part about this is it's coming from the New World developers. New World was an MMO that came out from Amazon uh, that genuinely did pretty good. Like it, it did do it pretty good. Kind of took over social media for a while. There's still player base, but there's one important part from that game that everybody's hoping that gets brought into the Lord of the Rings kind of MMO verse. And so basically, there is large scale multiplayer battles in New World to where. Uh, like there's different factions you have when you start and sign up um, for the game and you collect resources. And once your resources are at like a certain point and uh, back to your base and you've built your team up, there's a way for the region that you're in and the region that you're connected to to fight for that land. And they're sanctioned at a certain time that you have to log in and the battle's like an hour long. It's like intense insane but people love them and it's a big draw to new world even now people will log in just for the battles so if they bring that successful uh 
type of war to uh, Lord of the Rings, that could be a huge selling factor for it too. It'd be really fun. Yeah, they already have that. That's like the bread and butter of New World. Does this mean they let you play as like an orc or an orkai? Maybe because it would be interesting. You wouldn't. It would feel weird to just be like, oh, these are going to be the elves. All the elves versus the humans. I feel like what it's going to be is you're going to have just a bunch of different races and types of characters and you just you go to a certain clan or something like that and the clans are at war instead of like the you know types of people are at war. is that like canon though is that sort of no, can they work that in i don't know i don't know how that would work i have no idea uh but basically mm. this there's we got a final quote here it says in fact the game will give the studio a new opportunity to take much of what they worked well for new world revisit it with the benefits of several years worth of technology advancements and apply them to a way that's relevant to lord of the rings uh while new world's azoth engine will form the foundation of the game the orange county studio plans to evolve that engine considerably to deliver something that feels distinct from new world and fitting for the world of middle earth the team has some big plans for the next generation of new world's uh azoth engine that will unlock exciting new possibilities and their their game looks good already and it doesn't take crazy hardware to run their game, so that's leaves the door I'm open. Not the older L, uh, Lord of the Rings MMO. No, this is for New World. Oh, New World okay. looks pretty good, and you don't need a crazy system to run it. Um, so great. I think that that's well, a optimized. great. This is a great news, I think, from a developer standpoint. And mm-hmm. having Amazon do it is already a little sketch. I don't know if I like. Yeah, love they need that. to win, I guess. Amazon. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, they have a lot of games and just not come out right anybody heard of luna amazon luna oh no. i remember amazon luna yeah it's still trying to happen or it's not seconds. dead yet no way yeah you could still claim uh. free games on amazon luna through twitch if you have twitch prime and like they're trying different things and it's not happening what i mm. suspect amazon luna will do though is you know they're like a cloud service they're gonna have to go dormant until cloud gaming really blows up you know, like, mm-hmm. I don't think it's a dead idea, but right now it's kind of dead. I don't see much movement happening over there. No, I don't either. Just pretty crazy. Yeah. Does this excite you, James? Like Lord of the Rings MMO or just? No. No. Not into MMOs. It's not, not into MMOs at all. Sure. Totally. Hey, that MMO. Okay. That's totally fair. I, I would like to hop in and see how this, this goes. I think for New World, I kind of... Like hopped in, did the tutorial, did the first little bit, but then I didn't have a crew to run with, and then I was like, "Well, that's like the point." That's the issue. I'm just a solo player a lot of these days. Yeah, I totally, I am too. So, who knows? Maybe they will make that experience better. But time will tell. Thank you guys so much for watching this clip. If you want to watch the entire podcast, you can go on podcast platforms and type in Strictly Casual Checkpoint. It's a little blue box. It says Checkpoint in white letters. This is episode 162. We also talk about Activision Blizzard deal getting approved. Uh, We're talking about Mortal Kombat 1 and the PlayStation Showcase happening next week. Thank you guys so much for watching. We'll see you on the next one. Peace out. That was my best outro yet. Felt good. You did great. Thanks, man. Good job, Ben. All right, what's next? Sony announces PlayStation Showcase for next week. Huge deal. Finally long-awaited. We've been thinking, speculating. Jeff Grubb has been grubbing oh, yeah. his speculation. Mm-hmm. He was right. He was on the money. Sony has announced that an hour long, one hour long, I think it's like Huge. an hour and 15, actually. Mm-hmm. It could be wrong. PlayStation Showcase will take place next week on May 24th, focusing on games coming to the PlayStation 5 and PlayStation VR 2. Announced in a PlayStation blog post, the event will start at 1 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. UK, 
and run for a bit over an hour on PlayStation's YouTube and Twitch channels. Though it remains vague about what fans can expect, Sony does promise to showcase games and development, quote, from top studios around the world and offer a glimpse at several new creations from PlayStation Studios, unquote, alongside third-party and indie developers, too. Sony does have several projects in the works at PlayStation Studios, some of which can make an appearance. One highly anticipated game is Marvel's Spider-Man 2, for example, which is expected to launch in the fairly soon fall 2023, despite Sony showing very little of the game so far. It's a surefire and bet, what else? right? What? That we're getting Spider-Man 2 at this? Like, it's a surefire bet. That's what they keep saying, but there's a lot of speculation, a lot of a lot of Man. scrutiny, a lot of skepticism uh-huh. okay. because we haven't heard anything. Well, it's not going to delay. We don't know. Oh man, here's the thing. Here's the thing. At the beginning of the year in January, Sony released a thing of like what games are coming out in 2023. Spider-Man was on that list, so it's got to mm-hmm. come out in 2023. They never said when in 2023. We just know it's coming out in 2023. That's true. Everybody said November, but we don't really know that for sure. We don't really know that for sure. They never said that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we also get Naughty Dog, potentially. Yep. It's a big mm-hmm. rumor that uh, they'll have their Last of Us multiplayer entry, the Factions game. Maybe we'll see what it is or something like that. I don't know how far along this game is. I have no idea. I don't know how this game excites people. I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of people are excited for this game. I'm not one of them. I'm excited for this game. Why? Because... I like multiplayer shooters, and I like The Last of Us world, so I'm excited. That's it. But do you want it to play like The Last of Us? No, it's not going to play like The Last of Us. What the hell? What? What? I think it'll play. It'll. I think it's going to be very different. I think it's going to be set in the world of The Last of Us, and they're using The Last of Us to um, bring in an audience of people that have played the game and now watch the show. I think The Last of Us is like an IP now. They have that yeah. name recognition. I think that it plays, it's going to play differently. It's still going to be third person, I believe. It's still going to be about gathering resources for whatever it's going to be, but it's not going to be, there's going to be stealth elements, I'm sure, like the game, but I don't see it being like a... Like a cover shooter? No, it'll be a, it'll probably be a cover shooter. I'm just trying to imagine it in like a multiplayer-esque world. It needs to move faster than Last of Us does last of us is a very slow you enter combat slow sure things can get crazy fast or whatever uh they can get crazy like in a fast fashion but you're never like i feel like this game's gonna move quicker than last of us combat does and it'll feel different than a last of us game does it have to no but they're going free to play Mm. this is gonna be free to play i bet Mm, live service totally yeah Mm. Big time. Maybe they, they mm. promise not live service, but they promise like this is the game. This will be the game for six months. And in six months, you're going to get, we're going to not drip feed, but like you'll get another major content drop. But it's not going to be like an every week update sort of thing. Because Naughty Dog's mm. going to want to focus on their next single player game. True. The space one, sci fi. And they have, it sounds like they think have, we're going to get that. <sighs> no. I mean, they can mm. pull an Asomniac and show two things. It's, it's happened before. It'll, it can happen again. The last PlayStation right. Showcase was 2021. Oh shit, it's been a while, two years. It's been a while. And most of the first party people have not shown people, first party studios haven't shown what they're working on. Maybe a couple at Summer Games Fest and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. really there's a lot of things in the dark for this. Mm-hmm. Really exciting. Totally. Um, 
I think we're not seeing Wolverine. We're not seeing Knights of the Old Republic because that just had the, um, you know, studio switch, which seems like it's a big deal because Aspire mm. is not doing it anymore. They delayed it indefinitely and then another studio picked up Knights of the Old Republic. So, right. I don't know how that's going to go. Hmm. Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah. There's all these rumors about Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. Um, we talked about yep. that last week, too. I think Bloodborne. it's possible. Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne Cart and Bloodborne 60 frames per second all coming out. Yeah. Yep. Gotta happen. Uh, do you think we'll get something on Pragmata? Uh, remind me what Pragmata is. The space, the moon one with the guy in the suit. and it's, Oh, that's uh, when they showed like first... six years ago? Yeah. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. I would hope we see that. Mm. I think we see Ben Studios' new game uh, yep. after Days Gone. I think that we have a potential... Do we get Horizon multiplayer? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to get it. Definitely. Mm. They've been working on it for a while. Mm. Armored Core gameplay demo? They'll save it for Summer Games Fest. How much of this is going to be PlayStation VR 2? I think they show one major title for PSVR 2 and then one that nobody cares about. I think they'll show two big titles. Okay. Yeah. And I think we'll get a montage of indie titles. Mm. Yeah, smart. They're, they're definitely going to do the montage of indie titles. Mm-hmm. Little Devil Inside, will it be here? It better be. I've been waiting for that goddamn game since before the PlayStation even launched. Yeah. Um, My question is, new PlayStation. <sighs> yeah, uh, man, I don't know. I want to say no. But I, who who am I to say? Who am I to say, James? We're about to hit the halfway mid-cycle of the console cycle, which is crazy to think about. I know. So it makes sense because they're going to have to give it a year or maybe six months to launch. I don't know however many, however long that is. So possibly, are we going to get the handheld here too then? I mean, they could really make it maybe. a crazy showcase. They could really make it a crazy, make it a crazy showcase. showcase. Do we get what Sony Santa Monica is working on? No. After Ragnarok? Not yet, I don't think. But apparently that game's mm. in far in development, even through Ragnarok. Like, they've already been cooking. Oh, I... oh wow. Because uh, Corey, like, Corey's heading that, I guess. I think we're going to get more than I want of Death Stranding too. I think they saved that for Summer Games Fest too. Mm. Kojima and Keeley Bond. And now with Kojima's right. like Xbox ties for this unannounced oh, game. You're right. you're right, you're right, you're right. Um. Oh, Kojima should do that. He should make Death Stranding 2 exclusive to Xbox and make people buy an Xbox to play it and then make people buy a PlayStation to do the first one. That'd be insane. Yep. That would be That'd lovely in really the playing funny. field. <laughs> yeah, it really would be. Um, What else? Bungie's new game. I bet they show Bungie's new multiplayer that. game. I could be all in once again. It could be a love at first sight for Bungie and me. Everything that they've described it for me, I'm not, I don't like it, but I don't what know is yet. It? Tarkov style. It's an extraction shooter. Uh, I'm out. I know. I know. I don't. Want, I don't like extraction shooters. <laughs> <sighs> Even when they try to make an extraction shooter easy, like in Call of Duty, like they tried to implement it to make it easy for the general public to jump in and do it, it still sucks jumping in and getting all your shit taken away. Like it's it sucks. I don't know, but I'm sure Bungie could do it well. I believe in Bungie, so we'll see how that goes. So I think it's like, oh, do you think they'll? <laughs> do you think they'll re-show suicide squad do you think they'll... no uh-uh it does not get shown <laughs> they're gonna do fundamental changes to that game it is 
I'm gonna assume right now it's unplayable. I don't think they can. <laughs> what are, what are the odds that, that game gets sent to the scrap heap? No, it's coming out. <laughs> it's coming out, James. They were collecting pre-orders already. That shit's coming out. Did you see the video of somebody that pre-ordered Dead Island 2 eight years ago and a GameStop employee called him and said, hey, like, you've already paid this game off. It's, I don't know if this number's active. Like, <laughs> it's a real voicemail. And the guy, like, it's the funniest thing ever. I thought it was That's awesome. That's awesome. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, long story short, got a lot of announcements. This could be a, uh, what we used to call an E3 of dreams. This will be. I, I guarantee it will be. Yeah. I, if I'm if this is not like above an 8.5 out of 10 press conference, I'll be disappointed, which just sucks because Damn. I have these high expectations and I don't want to have the high expectations. It's been a long Maybe time. Maybe we should have the high expectations. It's been two years. I mean, they've been putting out, PlayStation's been putting out great games, but I couldn't tell you what, I know. what's I really coming it, I, out. But we, we've come to the end of this cycle. Yes, yes. Where it's the release the showcasing of these big games and we've kind of like gotten to the end of that first stretch where it's like mm -hmm. hey here's all these games and then we got the ragnarok we got the horizon 2 yep. we're getting spider-man fingers crossed right this like this first wave of initial showings is kind of coming to an end so we're yes. we need a new carrot on the stick to keep yeah. us going for the next couple of years and that's what this is going to be hopefully yep can't believe it's new on carrots, wednesday and i can't believe i'm going to miss it live i am just so upset I'm I'm not going to go on my phone. I'm going to try my best. See how it goes. Oh, that brings us to the final topic. Next week's show, by the way, stay tuned. We're just going to do it entirely on the PlayStation Showcase. Yep. It'll be fun. Buckle up. Buckle up, baby. And buckle up for this, too, because we got some more gross body explosions Gore. in Mortal yep. Kombat 1, which was revealed today. And it takes the franchise back in time. This comes from Polygon, James. What do we have here? It's an entry that will bring the story into the past and bring the series into the past. It's officially coming this year. Warner Bros. Games and longtime series developer NetherRealm Studios announced that the Mortal next Mortal Kombat game on Thursday with the reveal trailer confirming that the fighting game will be released on September 19th on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 5, Windows PC, and Xbox Series X. This begs the question, why did they do it right now? They have huge showcases they can show this stuff on with way more eyes that week. Why would do you know they why? do it? Do you know why? Because they don't want that initial reveal to be the the, the trailer. They want to do a little gameplay. Ah, you're right. I'm, Summer Games you're right, Fest. You're right. They want to showcase a character yep. and show how the game is changing because everyone's going, why the hell are we rebooting this franchise? Totally. And so they're going to be, here's how we're rebooting the franchise. Here's how we're going to stick to the roots of Mortal Kombat and how, what you know and what, how you love Mortal yeah. Kombat to be. But this is why it's entirely new. And this is why we need a reboot. And this they're going to yeah. give you the whole why behind it. It'll have the hands-on uh, with press. Uh, Summer Games right. Fest. And maybe well. an ed boon little talk through over. yeah yep but this uh, is coming out james too the same year that a new tekken is coming out and a new street fighter is coming out like the biggest fighting, year games, of fighting ever. games yep big year for fighting games yeah Pick your, choose your fighter literally literally choose your fighter the first trailer for mortal kombat 1 confirms the return of some familiar faces shang sung liu kang uh, Raiden, Scorpion, Katana, Molina, and Sub-Zero, but they look quite different from the combatants that players may know for the past 30 years, as Mortal Kombat 1 is set deep in Mortal Kombat's deep. history. Deep. 
NetherRealm and publisher Warner Bros. call MK1 a, quote, reborn Mortal Kombat universe that has been created by the fire god Liu Kang with reimagined versions of iconic characters, unquote. The developer promises a new fighting system, new game modes, and the series' iconic fatalities, some of which can be seen in the debut trailer above. Mortal Kombat 1 will also include a new feature called Cameo Fighters, described as, quote, a unique roster of partners to assist you in battle, unquote. No idea what that could be. What are your thoughts on this reveal? Good. I mean, I think Mortal Kombat's cool, but... No, that's not your thoughts. That's not your feelings. We're bummed. We're mad. We're angry. We're sad. Because this isn't Injustice 3. That is... Or something new. I think I watched this trailer and I'm like, damn, I wish they were making an Injustice 3. Uh, For sure. That's like the initial thought. The second thought is like, this is a great cinematic. And the third thought is... I've never bought a Mortal Kombat game on release, and I probably won't buy this on release. Like, I, I've i bought a couple of them on sale when they're, like, sub $10. See what I did there? Yep. Sub. No. Zero. Ha, ha, uh, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, but I like these games. They're fun. I just... I'm not, like, a fighting game grinder. Except for Injustice 2, which changed me. Which why I want Injustice 3. That one did make me a fighting game grinder, truly. Yep, me too. So good. That game was so good. Yeah. Everything about it. It it was like a fighting game where there was progression with each character to unlock like certain suits and everything, which I'm sure these fighting games have too, like Mortal Kombat 1. I'm sure it'll have something similar. It's just not as cool in my opinion. Something was different about it. I don't know. Even though Injustice 2 was like very clay, like everybody looked kind of clay facey. (laughs) It was weird, but the costumes were awesome. And the story was bad. But like, I don't, it didn't matter. It was just fun. It was just really Mm -hmm. fun. It was a really good time. Yeah. So, I'm no other fighting games I learned like long combos for characters and like stun locks and oh, yeah. grabs the like combo chains that would hold you for like yeah. 30 hits and insta kill you if I got totally. every single move off. Yeah. No other game have I done that for nope. other than Justice 2. Zero. But I don't so, know. I don't know why zero. that that one grabs me and nothing else. But Yeah. It's cool. I mean, I like NetherRealm. They're a cool studio, and I think this looks like a fun game. Aboon's a cool guy. He's a cool guy. So good for them. And I think the idea of like where it takes place and stuff. Hey, you know what? Aboon's cool. not a cool guy. He cock-blocked us. Why? Because he said that he he's before the reveal, he said no one ever said it was Mortal Kombat. That's true. And then everyone was like, oh my god, it's going to be a justice. Yeah. It's going to be like some other game. And yeah. then he was like, just kidding. It's actually Mortal Kombat, what you thought it was. I'm like, oh, totally. fuck you. I, I won't forget in 2018 going to the Game Awards and when they revealed Mortal Kombat 11, I think it was. I don't really remember. And it was like world premiere. And then all of a sudden, like scorpion's chain like flies through the screen it like shatters and breaks it down and everybody was like freaking out and i was like this is awesome this was really cool to yeah, see it's cool but that's it i actually never played mortal kombat 11 not i don't think i only played it on other people's consoles yeah naturally actually mm-hmm. i think that's, that's the type of game mortal kombat is i only play it on other people's yeah because people who really like mortal kombat are gonna play it and they're gonna make me play it with them totally. so they could beat me yeah yeah Absolutely. They want to feel a little bit I better I think about Mortal themselves. Kombat... I think people who love fighting games have a god complex. Hmm. Yeah. Mortal Kombat's like an ego booster. It's a status booster. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. Major status booster. Uh, it is. It's funny. That's that. That's Mortal Kombat 1. I have no other thoughts about this game except the trailer was cool. Nope. And I think the design I didn't is watch cool. The trailer, I'm going to be honest. You should watch it. It's good. Yeah, well. It looks very good. I mean, that's the thing about cinematic trailers right now, though. It's like every cinematic trailer looks insane, looks incredible. Yeah. And the game is never mm-hmm. quite there, except for Horizon Zero or Horizon Forbidden West, which I think is really close to all of its cinematic. Mm-hmm. And God of War. Yep, and God of War. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, that's it. That is episode 162 of checkpoint huh yeah what are you playing ben what have you been playing this week i'll tell you what i've been playing james you tell me what you've been playing first okay so in the middle of finals yeah we played the same um, games this week we played the same games this week however yesterday i had unexpected plans my partner's family was in town so i didn't get to play him um but i got to spend time with her family which was great mm-hmm. uh just in case she was listening to this and it was like you're talking about playing games. Anyway, um, jumped into maybe 10 minutes of Zelda. Okay. Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. Here's, here's my thought process. I, I didn't have, I didn't start out the week with Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I started out the week with Jedi Survivor. Mm-hmm. And it really, there is a dissonance, a... A letdown, I would even say, of going from God of War Ragnarok, yeah, which is crystal clear and run that has so much going on on screen, yeah. and can run it consistent like 4K 60 frames per second, mm-hmm. to going to Jedi Survivor, which struggles, struggles, struggles at 60 frames per second. Yeah, I mean, barely even hit 60 frames per second. Yeah, hits only it hits it in smaller. Yeah. It hits it in smaller corridors, but mm-hmm. the minute it opens up to a bigger world, chugs, goes down to 40s, maybe even to 30 frames per second. Mm-hmm. Um, the character models are a little chunky still. Like Cal's face looks a little clayy. Yeah, in game. In game. In game. Yeah. Well, the cinematics all don't look very good. Which is weird because I, I had thought that too, and I think there's different cinematics in the game. There's like the rendered cinematics, and then there's the in-game cinematics, and the in-game, and the in-game cinematics, game cinematics are okay. Don't look good. Yeah, they're just okay. The frame rates down. I don't know why that they struggle with frame rate in in-game cinematics. Did do you notice when you launch the game too? Even the respawn logo chugs before it loads up. Damn, it's pretty funny. It's really funny. So, in my wanting to flee from Jedi Survivor for the wow, a time, flee. So sad. I'm fleeing from it because it's taking wow, me out. Really. I, that yeah, bad. I'm like, I don't want to play this game right now okay. while it's like this. If there's a possibility that this game gets a little better in the coming weeks yeah i know that zelda is more than capable of holding my attention for oh, those yeah. weeks and zelda's hot in conversation so you know i did i bought a game voucher you did you I did bought, the game voucher i did the game voucher nice and i bought zelda 
and I am still going and I just booted up right before the show and before my therapy session yeah. this morning. I just played like five minutes of it mm-hmm. with Zelda and Link going down the the, the dark uh, below Hyrule Castle below Hyrule Castle with all your hearts and all your stamina and the Master Sword in perfect condition in a cool outfit. Yeah, enjoy that yeah. ten minutes. <laughs> enjoy that for five minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard they they Metroid you. So at the beginning, bad. and yeah. they just bump you back to level one. Mm-hmm. But I'm so excited to jump in this goddamn game, Vin. I know that's all you've been playing. I know you rolled credits on Survivor. Yeah, I rolled I credits on played... Survivor on Saturday. Yep. Um, I got you te- through it. I got Tears of the Kingdom Friday morning. Oh, this is a fun story. I knew I was going to get Tears of the Kingdom. Tell uh, I didn't know where I was going to do the game voucher, get two games, whatever, like this. And then my work slack chat keeps on talking about this fanny pack that they're giving away at target with the, with the purchase. And I was like, I, I want it. I want it. I want to do this. So I, you can only get it. You can't even pre-order the game and then pick up the fanny pack. You just have to buy it in store that day and they give you the pack. Um, and so I go to the local target and I'm standing out there with like 30 other people, like 20, 30 other people. They're all waiting for the stupid fanny pack. So stupid. And then this target lady comes out. I'm like, why am I even here? And this target lady comes out and she's like, guys, I'm assuming you're all here for the new Zelda game. And we're like, and people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's excited. We can't find the box of, of the, they call them hip packs, adventure hip packs. We can't find the box of the hip packs. And like a big sad sigh. Sigh. (laughs) This guy immediately when he hears that starts to book and cheek for his car. You know he's finding the next closest target and going right away. And so I'm thinking about it and there's there's these girls next to me that are like, I don't know, I might just like stay. I just want the game. It doesn't even matter. And I'm like having a I was like, I got up early for this. I got up early to go get this stupid hit back that I don't even need. I don't know I'm never gonna wear it in my life. I don't know what I'm doing here. And so I'm like, all right, how close is the closest target? We're going. And so I went to another target. It's already open. There's people in a line. I'm in this line at a different target. And somebody behind the counter says, we ran out. We only had nine. I was like, nine? You only had nine hit packs? You know how many people are buying this game? It was ridiculous. And so I'm going up, going up. Four people before. They found another box. And so let me show you the adventure hit pack, baby. Hold on, wait a second. Audio listeners, you're missing out. Subscribe to our YouTube members ship program to see it live. There it is. There it is. It's horrible it's quality. It's like probably the <laughs> cheapest thing you've ever seen. Um, but it's epic and I have it and it's a good story. And that's it. Okay, so it doesn't need to be anything more. No, I have a good story and memory behind it now. Okay, what I've been playing is Yes, sorry, finished Survivor, rolled credits, absolutely freaking loved it. Uh, there's so much. I can't wait to, like, spoiler talk a lot of it with you and Ryder because it's very exciting for me. Um, the game's incredible. We'll talk about it more soon. Tears of the Kingdom. I hop in. Uh, I have not progressed the story whatsoever in that game, but I have just been doing shrines and just using the new powers. And the new powers wow. are way way more fun than anything they give you in breath of the wild and i it is crazy for me to say that this is a better game than breath of the wild but to me it already is and i'm well less than 10 hours in how are you playing it pro controller i'm playing it with an xbox controller 
and mm. I love it. It's great. Okay. Um, because I have my other pro controller is like a cheap. How does that work? Knockoff. I have a I have a little dongle. Uh, no, it's I play it's wirelessly. It's just a little adapter that plugs into the Switch um dock. Yeah. And the controller connects to that thing and then it reads it as a pro controller and it just remaps all the buttons automatically. So, uh you're just you're good to go and it works with Rumble. You can use the gyro with it. Um there's no lag in between how I'm doing you try it. With the dual sense? I have not tried it with the dual sense, but it works with the dual sense too. Yeah. It works with any controller. Is it different than like just a normal like Bluetooth connector? Uh, yeah, it's like, cause you can use it to even connect to a PC. If you want, you can connect a controller to it or like steam deck or any handheld. You can connect to it that oh. way. Um, I don't know. It's like some, it's like a raspberry Pi in there or something. I don't know. Some sort of yeah. small computer computerized thing, but, um, so yeah, I've just been doing that. And I, I love it. I can't get oh. enough. Even when I made dinner, I just paused the game to listen to the music and I, it was beautiful. It was, it's that kind of game. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, uh, yeah. Can't wait. I'm going to uh, play that as soon as we wrap on this fucking show. Do it. Do it. I think I'm at eight hearts. I'm feeling good. I'm at eight hearts, one Whoa. stamina bar. Or not not one full, but like one quarter or like one sliver. So, feeling good. Wow. That is episode 162, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for watching. Any final words? Thank you. Thank I you. I love you all. We'll see you next week for PlayStation Showcase. I'm excited about it. Mm -hmm. Peace out, guys. Bye-bye.